You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Well, I can hear the marching feet. They're moving into the street. Good morning, Morning's Lone Star here worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Download our app from the App Store, Lone Star Internet Radio app, or listen locally. we're not live. Take it from the top. Yeah, listen locally on Conrad's FM 104.5, 106.1. Happy President's Day, everybody. We're hanging out in the studio with Skippy. Good morning, Skippy. Good morning, Dick. And we are hanging out till about 11 o'clock. No guests today. If you want to be a guest, yeah, call they got in. the day off. Yeah, 936-647-3776. Our bumper music today will be Land of Confusion by Genesis from the album Invisible Touch. That's it. I remember this uh did you see the video that went along with this song? It's a little it had like it had a the, the Kratz puppets yeah. thing. And it, it's funny, I kind of like this music a lot because back then, you know, we it was the 80s. We we're all convinced we were going to just die the next day in nuclear war with the Soviet Union. Reagan was going to push the button. And it was viewed as a very funky time. You know, there's like the, the rug of reality was always being threatened of being pulled out from under our feet. And I don't know, been some weirdness in the world lately. For sure. And uh, so I figure it's apropos, but it also kind of, you know, makes me smile that back then we were just convinced we were all going to go up in a nuclear cloud. We just knew it. And that's why, you know, we had the yuppie maybe, movement. Maybe you have, and this is a Jacob's Ladder scenario. Okay, if, if this were all in my head, I, w- I definitely would have more money in my bank account. I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. Well, you know, they say dreams are based off of what you realistically have, so... You mean that? You mean even <laughs> if I'm dreaming, I have nothing in the real world? Put me back in the matrix. Just put I, me in there. You know, I did have a weird dream. Speaking of which, I had a dream of it, the clown. Oh, Pennywise. Pennywise, but it was played by Dwight from The Office. <laughs> uh, that's Rain Wilson, right? Yeah. No. So it was one of those like <laughs> random. I don't know why it was in my dream, but it was. And uh, yeah, that's I, funny. Uh, well. Funny, freaky. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so was he in like full Pennywise outfit? Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, he actually had, I think it was on Fox or FX. I think it was FX because it had some like adult content in it. In it a uh, TV show that lasted, I think, for maybe two episodes. It just went away. I watched it and it's where it was a dramatic role where he played this uh, poopy head of a... Investigator, investigator right? yeah. yeah. And... And I wasn't. I was watching him, and all I could see was just the nerd, and he, yeah. he couldn't play. I think it was, would have been a good show if it had been anybody but him. And no disparagement on him; he's a fine actor. But I think that was just the wrong role for him. But kudos for him to trying to break out of the the Dwight mold. Did you see that? Um, the other guy in the on, uh, office, John Krasinski. What's his name? Janowski or something. He's been in several movies. He has, and he's trying to get more serious, but apparently on Netflix or Hulu, they're going to do it. Amazon. Is it Amazon? Yeah, Jack Ryan. But, okay, so the trailers I've been watching, he seems to be a full-bore agent. You know, he's out there in the the scorpion rubber boat paddling in the storm. And and the whole point behind John Ryan or Jack Jack Ryan, well, it was John Patrick Ryan. 
Okay. Nicknamed Jack. I know Mike Clancy. Uh, but he, he was an analyst, and the whole thing is he, he hated doing field, spy stuff. Yeah, he hated in field operations. Yeah, that's so. why I think um, uh, Alec Baldwin was the best rendition of Ryan I mean, ever. Harrison Ford wasn't bad. He wasn't bad, but if you, if you read the books— you know, Ryan starts from this this low level history professor, CIA analyst, and then gets involved A, B, and C, and eventually ends up the president of the United States. And you know, so Harrison Ford already played that in uh, Air, Air Force, Force One. People get confused, right? So people, this is the same president. So Harrison Ford, they had to retool the series because you know, Patriot Games actually supposed to take place when Ryan is very young. It's like his first adventure before Hunt for Red October. And so with Harrison Ford, basically they had to age him that he's at the near the end of his career or at least three quarters of the way through it. But Baldwin, I think, just really conveyed the pretty boy, fresh face. Hey, I, I got a I got a cute doctor wife and daughter and I just want to go to work and read satellite photos and come home. So I don't know about Krasinski, him being all action-packed. Do you know well, no, more about this? I don't know anything about the production, but you're right. I mean, that's what they're going for. and it's. I mean, it's one of those things that it's an IP that people kind of want to see, I guess. I don't really know. Well, th- well, it's similar to, like, the Jack Ryan stuff, you know. Uh, not Jack Ryan. I'm so sorry. Jack. Uh, no, I, no, I went blank. <laughs> uh, the Tom Cruise movies, he came out to— Oh, Mission Impossible. No, the Jack— well, Oh, Jack Reacher. Reacher, yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, apparently in the actual books, he's, like, 6'5", just just basically an industrial-built Marine, mm-hmm. and he's nowhere near it in the movies. Cruz so. keeps getting cast in these roles that are just, uh, you know, when he got cast as Lestat, even Anne Rice was like, are you kidding me? And, you know, he, he may have pulled it off, but in The Firm, the uh, the guy he played was supposed to be a former football player jock. Again, you know, 6'5", and burly. And, and and you got Tom Cruise, who's literally an inch shorter, an inch taller than I am. And I'm a short dude, although I'm tall for a hobbit. But look at the Jack Ryan series. I mean, how many more people have played Ryan, I think, than have played uh, James Bond? You got Alec Baldwin, Harrison Ford. Uh, um, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Chris now, Pine. Oh, yeah, Chris Pine, yeah. And then uh, John, John. What's his name? Yeah, you might be right about that. That's that's five right there. You might be right about that. So he's you might close. Be right about that. Yeah. So. Are you going to watch it? No. <laughs> no. You're too busy watching the uh, Fifty Shades series. Oh, coming, for sure. Right? You know, it's funny. There was a couple of reviews on it that I was reading about the indulgent of money and basically how this the whole series is just based off of what women want. In a, in a material sense. Yeah, from a rich guy. I'm telling you, if Christian Grey were the uh, the fry cook at McDonald's, it, this would be a uh, a murder mystery. Yeah. You listen to Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. Murder mystery time. Just kidding. We're going to hang out till 11. We're going to take a quick sponsor break, but we will be back. Call in 936-647-3776. And uh, we are brought to you by Centurion Wealth Advisors today. Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be right back. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. 
Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Welcome back. Lawrence Lone Star, 920 right now. We got a couple of music breaks coming up this couple hours. So send in your sign requests through Facebook, Morning's Lone Star, or call in 936-647-3776. All right. So the funniest headline I've seen uh, lately over in the United Kingdom, most KFCs in the UK remain closed because of what? Mad chicken disease? No, chicken shortage. There's a shortage of chickens yeah. in England? Wow. Yeah, apparently they're the delivery chain called DHL is having issues supplying all 600 outlets of KFC in the UK. Hmm, no, cuz uh, this could very well be real and true, but if I wanted to bump my sales or bump my prices by saying, you know, we're so popular, we're actually <laughs> Running out of food. Well, they did. They did go to social media with it, and they did make a joke. The chicken crossed the road, just not into our restaurant. And then they're they're working on that. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm just. It's just funny to me that the day to day life of somebody, and then, then something stops. You're kind of like, I wonder what's going on. With KFC, they're closed. Huh. What the hey? Are they going under? Are they going bankrupt? Could it be like a. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how we can tie this into Chick-fil-A because, you know, they got the cows as their, you know, spokespeople eat more chicken. I'm wondering if this is a uh, kind of a, a revenge thing, maybe a turf war. No, what they should do is they should do an ad that's showing the cows flying the, the airplanes, dropping off the chickens because they're trying to get people to eat more chicken. <laughs> be like that uh, WKRP thing, the Thanksgiving episode where the guy's dropping turkeys from the helicopter. And you yeah. hear the news report, oh, this is horrible. I thought turkeys couldn't fly. The funniest thing I, I read was, uh, you know, you had the, the basketball, the NBA All-Star game. And there was like, a, um, there was a celebrity match. So this isn't the same game. You have the celebrity, uh, you have the All-Star game where Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas uh -huh. apparently sang the anthem. Best described. I'm see if I can find it. Yeah, it was best described as, you know, the happy birthday, Mr. President version of the national anthem. And I was watching video and pictures being taken of the, the like basketball players and crowd who were listening to it. And after a while, they couldn't hold in the laughter. I mean, the, it, was, uh, it was called the giggle loop where you're supposed to be serious, but something as outrageous is happening so much that you just can't help but start snickering. You so, know, okay, I think I got it. Okay. All Here's right. She's coming out. You mean, I'm going to put it on. Yeah, put it on. All right. Let me uh let me get this technical stuff done real quick. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. boom. All right, here we go, guys. You know, she's just slowing it down. She. I'm not watching the video, but she should be in a red satin dress crawling on a piano right now. Who's right? 
She's changing it up. Yes, yeah, she is. Well, it cannot be denied. Well, you know, someone said, "Hey, we, we got to do the longest anthem possible." Actually, uh, I remember watching that. It was someone that held out every note like fourteen bars. It was oh, say. This is different. I'd be snickering by now too, because this really is Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Happy Birthday. She's not bad. Oh, she's got a gorgeous voice. Do not get me wrong, but she. It was a <clears throat> in in theater we call this a bold character choice. Okay, that did it for me. No, it's great. They're showing all the basketball players. I'm telling you, they're like, let's just play basketball. <laughs> so. If I'm late getting back to watch the Olympics, I'm going to be really mad. And one guy's falling asleep. You hear the laughter? It was different. Not as funny as everyone's making it out to be. Well, no, it's, it's pretty funny in, in my opinion. It's the anthem. You know, there, there are songs like Happy Birthday, Mr. President, you can, or Happy Birthday, that you can sexy up. And I was just trying to sexy up uh, the national anthem. You know, if Justin Timberlake could try to sexy back version of this, I'd be laughing just as hard, too. Uh, the other basketball story, uh, at the, there's the celebrity game during the NBC NBA All-Star weekend in Los Angeles and right, uh, do you know how the do you know the lineup? I have I'm no. wondering cuz like <laughs> what's always no what's always funny to me about celebrities in the in the sense of they might like look good on TV but I always wonder about their athleticism like can their bodies really hold hold the pressure of like you know playing a basketball game at full pay, at full pace. Mm -hmm. Cuz you know the typical person who plays basketball today at our age, will hurt themselves if they're trying to play. Like, oh, play I, I would stroke out by second quarter. So they had Jimmy Kimmel playing a basketball game. Is that what you're telling I, me? I, no, well, it was Jamie Foxx was there. Okay. And now Jimmy Kimmel may have been there too. I don't know. Uh, but apparently, Jamie Foxx was being interviewed on an ESPN show, and a lot of people don't know it by design. But Jamie Foxx has been dating Katie Holmes, the former Mrs. Okay. Tom Cruise, and apparently, you don't ask questions about their relationship. But uh, Sports Center's Michael Smith apparently did not get that memo because he starts uh, asking about the relationship, and Fox doesn't acknowledge it, doesn't respond to it. He just takes off his headphones and walks away. Really awkward moment. I, I love when moments like that happen because you know it's funny. They have to cover it. In the past couple of weeks, there's been some controversial interviews. People getting fired for like making comments about certain people, and then. Have you even seen that about radio hosts talking about uh, the well, Olympics and then? Well, yeah, I saw, I saw the Olympics just boo bars that are happening happening left and right, where the wrong quotes, the frozen canals, the Koreans are rocking so hard because of the Japanese. Um, it's it's this is different, and the whole thing about the Olympics, uh, kind of growing up, I felt like one of the few things that just brought the whole world together was the Olympics. Yeah. Truly, what other 
entity or organization is there where everyone comes together for the greater good to cheer on your home team, but also cheering everybody? You know, unless there was an international spelling bee, I just nothing gets even close to the Olympics. And this Olympics has just been politicized along with everything else. Well, not as much, uh, I would say, mainly because the people who've been vocal aren't winning. So they don't have that extra push of being on the front page. It doesn't help their case. And don't get me wrong, uh, the Olympics have been political in the past many times. I'm I'm not bemoaning, oh, here we go again. You know, for, for as long as I've been alive, there's been controversy and politics in the Olympics. It's just... This is yet another, especially I think for, and I hate using the phrase mainstream media because it makes me sound like I should be on a on a different kind of talk show. But just the, the major media outlets, this is just one more thing where I'm hearing the same stories pushed just under the Olympic banner. And I just want to know who, you know, won well, probably, ice skating. Well, probably the most interesting one that's come out last last couple of days is the supposed Russian curler who's doping. And see, yeah. I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, like, what's what's going on with this? Who dopes for curling? I mean, it's it's, it's pushing a broom. Literally, you can get the janitor to do it. the The skill set is there. That's pretty funny. But uh, you know, we're gonna take a quick music break here okay. on the morning show. Morning's Lone Star, Montgomery County's morning radio show, nine twenty nine. We got music coming up, a couple songs. Stick around. If you have a song request, 936-647-3776. Or you can always uh, message on Facebook, Mornings with Lone Star. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star. It is Monday, February 19th, President's Day. That's right, all 45 of them. You don't get to pick and choose your president, just saying. You can impeach one. You can boo one out. You can make one resign. But as long as he's president or she, they're the president. I just don't know why I went there. I just did. It's 71 degrees outside. High today of seven days. It's going to be cloudy all day long. So kind of muggy and cloudy. Blech. Don't like that. But traffic was like non-existent. And there's plenty of parking in downtown Conroe. So come by. Come see us. Or pop into our gracious sponsor, Conroe Coffee. Next door, get yourself a coffee. There is no line today. Or you can go uh, find Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Have them clean your office like they clean our studio. Or find out if JJ is at the offices, and I'm sure he is, of Centurion Wealth Advisors. And find out how he can take care of your money better than I ever could. Those are our sponsors. We thank you for sponsoring us. So moving on with the day. So earlier we played You're So Vain by Carly Carly Simon. You know, big mysteries have been, you know, who it's about. Who, who do you think it's about? 
I don't really care. Really? It's like yeah. one of the big mysteries. Because for decades, the assumption was Warren Beatty, Beatty, however you pronounce his name. But Carly Simon in 2010 did admit that it was at least in a large part too, maybe not necessarily. I think there are several different guys for each verse, but David Geffen, you know, of Stageworks, SKG, he's the Geffen in that. He's a record producer. And uh, actually one time a guy in a charity benefit paid a lot of money for Carly Simon to whisper in his ear who it was about. And, you know, he... It'd be, like, great, it'd be great. It'd be great if she said somebody's name that he has no idea who it is, and then it's like <laughs> Frank it, Robertson. Yeah. Oh my god! From my from third grade, he was in my you know PE class. So yeah, so okay. Well, the, that that was the uh, that was the Carly Simon. <laughs> that was what your daily trivia brought to you by Skippy. Mm. And uh, they, uh, we we're talking about sports earlier. You know Tim Tebow, the football player. Yeah, I, I know that enough about him. Well, former football player. Apparently, he's been playing in the minor leagues. And the Mets general manager, Sandy Alderson, has said that he anticipates Tebow to play in the majors very soon. Now, who's that guy, Bo something? Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, that's right. But he also played at the same time. And Tebow, does, he, he's not in the No, he's NFL. not playing football. Bo Jackson, though, is another beast. Who was, it wasn't, was it Dion or was there someone else who, no, well, Michael Jordan tried to play baseball too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He played in the minors. He I think he actually played a couple games that are opening. I think he did. For the Sox. I know that for the White Sox. It's cool. A little, little cross. Uh, well, we talked about that with action. certain sports of the Olympics. Because I know one lady uh, from, is it Czechoslovakia, has a chance of winning two medals in different sports because she won the alpine skiing uh, luge by like a fraction of a second. And then she it also does a snowboarding luge or snowboarding something. Mm -hmm. So, interesting. I wonder if you can have the same team who's doing the pairs ice figure skating and ice dancing, since it's. I'm not saying it's the same sport, but you have a man or woman dancing artistically. I don't know. But you know, and you know another funny snippet I found out. What's that? It is there was a man uh, who was on the Jamaican bobsled team, I believe in 1990, and then he switched to Canada the next Olympics and won a bronze and a silver. Well, good on So him. you could say a Jamaican bobsled person has won the Olympics. That's awesome. I did love the movie. I know they played Footloose and Fancy Free with the facts, a lot like Tombstone, you know, where the, the movie version of real life. But it was, a, it was a good story to think that they actually tried to make it. Well, what I love is every time the Olympics come around, they have to make a comment. About it. Like, I think the one this year was the bobsledding coach quit or something. And so <laughs> there was there was some issues. But... He uh, quit because there was no snow in Jamaica. How can I do a bobsled team so. with no snow? And they also uh, did have a wardrobe malfunction. Did you hear about this? No, I missed yeah, the wardrobe malfunction. Uh, during the Ein stance, there was a, a wardrobe malfunction for the unfortunate young lady. And, uh, How yeah, bad? It was pretty bad. And it was enough to where... It happened several times. I guess the dressmaker just didn't think, oh, we're going to be tossing this person. You didn't know, do the double stitch. Huh? Yeah, like it was just, it's it's just funny because it, no one wants to talk about it, but the internet's talking about it. So all like, you know, NBC, of course, is like doing control. Did you like throw the iron spinner and all the clothes? Well, no, they're trying off. to figure out like how to ban the footage. Because, oh, that's that bad. Well, I mean, like it's obvious and, and but it's just, 
And it's just kind of it's one of those things that they don't know how to ha- handle. And you're like, man, this is NBC. This is the big one of the biggest broadcasters, and they don't know how to handle nudity. Like you think that we gonna go with the producer's role of live well, television? Wasn't NBC the one that showed the Justin Timberlake Janet Jackson Super Bowl show? I think NBC was showing it. To, it could have been Fox, but uh, yeah, I, I, okay. Time for Skippy Bingo. You know, we spent some years in England in my youth, and in England, toplessness was not a big deal on television. It was like part of it you, you, well, yeah. you see it and not with parental ratings or anything i, I think you can show it after before 7 p.m but but other than that and there i actually remember watching one thing that there was a uh, variety show and some women were like splish splashing on the you know dressed up like mermaids and one gal's swimming and her top just came down and she's trying to hoist it up and keeps on coming down so i'm a kid i'm like all right this is awesome i'm, I'm learning stuff and it was very funny. You know, they all laughed it off. It wasn't scandalous. You know, she's laughing, knowing that her, her breastage is being shown to yeah, it's, hundreds of thousands but it of was like, people. Well, it's funny about it. And the reason, I mean, it's not funny. It's unfortunate. But it kept happening. So, like, during during them trying to broadcast it, they're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, but, you know, another cool things, uh, other news of the Olympics happened was uh, a tie. In yeah, a race? Two, yeah, two man blots, bobsled tied for gold. Canada and Germany. Yeah, same exact time. Wow, I wonder how many decimal points they get down to. Uh, looking at it, it's two. Okay. Well, well on. That's I guess inti- I guess three. No, yeah, it's it may two. be three, but even so, that I mean, that's that's well, kudos to them. It's awesome yeah. when that happens. I think that's a uh, that's one of those things that you you don't know, like say that's bad or good. You're like, oh, well, at least I get gold. I wonder if the metal people are like, oh, we didn't we didn't make two. What do you mean two goals? Well, I I remember there was a marathon one time, probably the Boston or New York marathon, where two people were, you know, the whole race, they were kind of edging back and forth and back and forth, and they decided to cross at the same time. Just, you know, mile 22, they're like, hey. So they held hands and crossed at the same time, and apparently the commission got, like, this photo finish. It wouldn't allow a tie. So they're like, who was the quarter of a millimeter toe before the other person? Kind of made a made a thing about it. But I'm wondering why this wardrobe malfunction, um, is, you say it was for ice dancing or yes. Paris figure skating, one of those two? I'm flashing back to when Tanya Harding actually made it into the Olympics after having Nancy Kerrigan's knee clubbed, and I'm just staggered that she still made it in there. And she started, and then she stopped the routine, skated up to the judges sobbing and pointing that her shoelace had come untied, <laughs> literally, um, and had restarted the routine. Now, it didn't endear her to anyone, and people were booing. And But I'm just wondering if, you know, if I'm ice skating and my pants are coming down and I'm not wearing, you know, I've gone commando. <laughs> oh, why, why do I need to know this? Yeah, stuff? it's um, as impressive as ratings it may, for ratings it may be. I would stop, hoist up my pants, and ask the judges, can I get a do-over? And uh, I, I guess they were just in the zone. Well, no, I, I now, ha- you, now you just keep going until they tell you to do it over. <laughs> Well, I guess kudos to whoever this team was for for keeping it going. Well, no, I don't think she knew. Like you can tell by the look of her face, she had no idea. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. I, I thought it was like one of a no, like coming. no. It's one of those things where the whoever made the dress probably goes, "Hey, I didn't think that they were going to be throwing her around because in ice skating, like you know, you get tossed, you mm-hmm. get all that stuff. So I mean, they just they just uh, didn't think about that at all." How'd you like to be the female ice skater who you're skating out on the ice and you suddenly remember that you forgot to put on your underwear? 
I doubt, and you know I you're going to be doing spinning around and I, stuff. I doubt that's what happened. I wonder if I wonder, wonder if ice skaters have that nightmare because you know actors have that nightmare going out on stage naked or forgetting you know something. I wonder if they do that, honey. I had the I went out on the on the ice without my underwear dream again. Well, I've got to say the Olympics are Winter Olympics are heating up. Yeah, I got to watch this footage. They're, they now. end in a couple days. They end in six days, mm -hmm. and uh, Norway I think is at the top. So. A lot of the uh, well, because it's all of their <laughs> frozen canals. They're used to it. That's, that's I'm not going to let that one go. The for Netherlands a bit. is that the she Netherlands? Made, she made a joke about the Netherlands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they're all the same. Up there. You know what's even more interesting too? Uh, so you know most of the figure skating's over for the people who suck, and Adam Rippon, who's a United States guy, mm -hmm. I I didn't know anything really about figure skating until I started wondering like why they keep showing this guy because he seems to not score in like the top 10 and apparently he's a big personality that's why they keep talking mm -hmm. to him so the NBC try to hire him for the rest of the Olympics to do any type of commentating to make up for Johnny Weir no apparently I mean like I what I didn't know is Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski they commentate during the Summer Olympics what did they because I started looking at these because like, they, they went to this thing the reason I'm bringing this up was apparently Adam Rippon's contract kind of thing it nulls his Olympic status. <laughs> so if he decided to work for NBC during this Olympics, he wouldn't be allowed to come to the Olympic area to be at the closing ceremony to basically, you know. Yeah, he'd be a civilian. It's, yeah, it's like leaving the military. You don't yeah. get to go on the base So he anymore. decided not to join so he could stay with Good the group. on him. And, well, I mean, he, they're certainly going to hire him back because I didn't realize how involved these – guys are with the overall broadcasting so they were talking about uh johnny weir and them they actually do some of the summer olympic stuff because they're like all their commentators basically well i guess they have to you know justify the salaries but i'm just wondering what tara lipinski and johnny weir would be talking about in the summer i think they're just color commentators i don't really know we wanted fashion commentary yeah i don't know i really don't know like i, I was kind of confused when i read that but i, I, I I like Johnny Weir personally, but his wardrobe is like right, right out of, you know, it's like you know, he rated the, the Buck no, Rogers. I told you the best thing was someone on Twitter said this is like watching the Hunger Games. Yeah, it's the Hunger Games versus Buck Rogers. Just the, he, he broke into Gil Gerard's house and uh, ripped off all the costumes from Buck Rogers in the 25th century from 1981. But yeah, unfortunately, Lindsey Vaughn didn't, didn't do anything. Aww. She lost by a couple uh, fractions of seconds to be placed. And uh, but no one's talking about that. That's one thing I don't. I wish NBC would do is like kind of update you. Oh, they lost because they don't. They won't. They won't let you know. I'm really wondering if NBC is going to be able. Uh, now they may be locked in the contract, in which case they're going to lose a lot of ad revenue because I, I believe viewership is down again. At least through NBC because people are going to other sources to get better coverage. And uh, may maybe an issue just cross the board. A lot of these. Uh, Just maybe juggernauts just we got another sports yeah. thing uh r real quick um it's football but it's not the football you think of you know what the nuclear football is uh yeah the uh it's a little suitcase where and what they never so there's not a nuclear bomb in the suitcase no 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 it's the codes okay where from this suitcase you can launch a nuclear right. weapons it's got the codes and what the, what the tv shows never show is that the football is never i believe it's 30 feet can never be farther away than 30 feet from the president. It's always, the guy's always there, hang, handcuffed to his arm. Uh, but during uh, President Trump's November visit to, to China, him and his entourage, 
they're in the uh, Beijing's Great Hall of the People, and Trump and his people, you know, go through, and Chief of Staff John Kelly goes through, and some others, and then the guards, the guy with the nuclear football starts to walk forward, and they block him into another room. And so it takes a, a minute or to, so to, for them to realize, hey, the football's not here. He's being detained by a, a foreign possible enemy military. And John Kelly, chief of staff, who's a former Marine, like Secret Service, come on, let's go. And they go running down, tackle the guard that's... Now, where, why haven't I read about this? I think it was probably recently declassified because that's the diplomatic, uh, a foreign government tried didn't try hijacked our nuclear codes i mean that's that's real well you know we got to be taking our music break but okay. i want to talk about uh kind of the funny outcome of you know anytime the trump russia investigation makes any headway we talked about Mueller, <laughs> and apparently there's 13 russians that aren't in the country right now but they uh i thought they got arrested no they're they're basically if they come into the country they're in trouble they're probably going to hold up with Julian Assange then. I mean, but, but what, what I love is if you read the fine print of what they did, it is the summary of internet trolling. And it's hilarious. And what makes it even better is when you see how much money they spent compared to like oh, this is, an actual we got to have someone. Find me anyone. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, it, it, is, it is one of the funniest things too because everyone can look back at what they did during that time and what they thought and now it's like the world's upside down if you're really into the political realm like you mean a bunch of people on the internet did this well <laughs> yeah well let's talk about it when we come back for sure because it is funny yes it really and, and it's funny, also it's, ve it's very alarming too yeah it's funny and it's funny haha -ha. but uh, you are listening to mornings of lone star here at irlonestar.com we're gonna be taking a music break here folks so uh stick around we're gonna have some fun and if you have a song request for the next hour, 936-647-3776. Coming up next will be the Mueller investigation thoughts and things like that. So if you have any, let us know on Facebook, Mornings with Lone Star. We'll be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. He's right. Dick. You're Skippy, right? That's right. I was waiting. I was All setting right. it up Sorry there. Setting it up. Uh, it's weird. I, I'm, I'm uh, staring at Dick now. Usually he's, he's in my peripheral, which is how I prefer it. But now he's like in my face. Because we got great way to put it. Because we got Ethan, the engineer, is going to be running the show. So uh, we gave him the code word that Ooh. if anything uh, anything goes uh, Our goes wrong, blows Nickelback. Up, the safe word is Nickelback. Oh, I thought it was Dor Doritos. Well, that could have been an inadvertent plug, you know, commercial for Doritos. Yeah. We didn't no want to do that. promote Nickelback. Yeah. We all know that. <laughs> okay. so that's that's why it is the safe word. So the safe word is now Nickelback. It's if you hear that, mm -hmm. just listen to the background noise and see what's going on. So it, it is President's Day. It is. And uh, formerly, you know, President's Day grew from Washington's birthday. So it's the third Monday in February. Uh, some states 
still recognize it as Washington's birthday, not President's Day. And this is odd. So there are two states that celebrate it locally in, on Christmas Eve, Indiana and Georgia. For some is that reason. his real birthday? No, his real birthday was, hold on, I got this in this little trivia sheet here. It's like uh, February 22nd. But since they always wanted it to be a Monday, so you didn't have it, you know, rotating holiday where you have President's Day on a, on a Sunday. <clears throat> so they, they chose what, that. What do you think is the, going to be the next USA school holiday? Because they're going to add one. Ooh, that's a Eventually, good, right? You'd think that because I think that they've settled down to around 10 federal holidays. Okay. A, a year. That, that tends to be the standard. So they'd have to yank one to put one in. You think we, so? You don't think there'd be like a social shift of like, oh, we need more holidays? No, that would put us dangerously close to France, but let's have more holidays and work days and stuff. Wait, there's more holidays and work days there? In France, you know, remember, France is a complete right-to-work country. You, Once they hire you, you cannot be fired, Are even you if you don't show up. Truly. Interesting. Yes, yes. Does, do they usually pay their bills on time? I feel like that would be the hardest thing to do is paying your bills on time. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it, w- it would be difficult, but that's okay because, you know, they don't have to spend a lot of money on, you know, soap and deodorant. So <gasps> I went there, but I visited there, and it was all true. It was all true. <laughs> there was, so, there's an aroma you know, in teased, France that doesn't go away. We teased uh, about the Mueller investigation. Yes. And uh, what a great name, you know, Mueller investigation. Mueller madness. So uh, apparently last week, he, 13 Russians were criminally charged for interfering with U.S. elections. And I, I was telling Skippy, it was just funny when you read about what they did. <laughs> and it's just, it's basically internet trolling. Yeah. The, and if you don't know what trolling is, that's when you go, uh, when you mess with somebody, basically. When you rabble rouse, when you take contrary points of view just to stir it up, when and, you say something just to design to tick people off. But what's what's even better is it's like they they did it on both ends, and so that, they knew people were so politically charged for this election that they could literally play both sides of the coin and see who makes the, the, the best ones were the protests that weren't had anything that had nothing to do with uh, the, the, any election election stuff. It mm-hmm. was more of like racial protests. Well, they'd inserted themselves into the Black Lives Matter, yeah. Occupy Wall Street, and this thing is that they started this in 2014. That was a full year plus before Trump even announced his candidacy, let alone became. And remember, when he first announced, no one took him seriously. It, it was like one of those PT. Well, a lot of people things. still don't take him seriously. Right. So but I mean, the candidacy is like it was a joke or they thought he was a Democrat, you know, hiding in, you know, in the Republicans clothing. The only candidate in 2014 that people knew was going to run was Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at the overall indictment and like especially what they've done, you can definitely see the undertone is they didn't like Hillary Clinton or that was just their, their chosen enemy for the, the hire because they got hired to do this basically. So they're paying people to go on Twitter mm-hmm. and say like, oh, did you read this inter- interesting fact? Now, what my prediction is, is social media websites are either going to have, we're either going to do some government involvement with these social media sites or they're going to lose their impact and their influence over the individual to where their numbers are going to dwindle because now if more and more news comes out, especially Twitter, because Twitter has been known to, you can create a bot really quick, easily. And that bot can, you know, manipulate things. 
Facebook, not so much because you can kind of tell when, you know, someone's on Facebook and it's a fake person because they have the, that weird photo that's on 10 different profiles. Yeah. And, uh, but no, I, I really, I'm really interested to see what they do with Facebook. Cause Facebook, you could argue is like the main reason why these dudes are going to jail is because they, that was a platform they delivered to the Russians. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually there would be some kind of, I don't want to say an indictment on Zuckerberg and Facebook, but that the, the investigation would actually turn Because they were turning over how much money they spent because mm-hmm. they were spending money on Facebook for ads mm-hmm. and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I don't think it was, you know, $1.3 billion, which was reported on Hillary's campaign spending, but it was enough to where Facebook, and it was not enough to where Facebook didn't give the money back. So mm-hmm. it was just the right amount where they could put it in their books and get away with it. But the fact that these are they already spent it. The the fact that these, um, yeah, as you said, they're 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 trolls, and so I, I know people, you know, friends, just uh, Joe Schmo on Facebook who does the exact same thing, just makes up something, puts it out there, goes to the opposing, uh, yeah, uh, rally and and starts causing stuff, hoping to break out a fight. So I don't know how many millions have been spent on this year and a well, half long investigation. Well, you know, okay, so, you know, when this indictment thing came out, it got me thinking about, you know, warfare in a sense of today's world. We don't really fight most of the time with guns and physical force. Now we're doing psychological warfare kind of stuff. And you always wonder, how, what does that look like? What does that look like? And I'm thinking to myself, does this, is this what it looks like? A bunch of trolls? Uh, this is almost a Tom Clancy. I mean, it's, it sounds well, like psychological Oh, war. who's on the air with us? It's Ethan, yeah. engineer oh, yeah. Ethan. All right, you got to introduce yourself, man. Oh, you can't hey, just, hey, this is Ethan. Engineer. Hey, this is Mueller from the. Uh, <laughs> well, I just think it's interesting because it's like more or less not really like psychological warfare, but like sociological warfare, which can affect you know your psychology. Mm-hmm. But it's like, um, like especially with like any kind of social media is like you can create a lie and then spread it so fast because people will believe it, and it's just like. Well, especially when they're the the argument is people were so divisive. On the issue, on an issue, because it didn't have to be a political okay. issue; it could be any issue. And they chose that issue because they can make the most impact by making something up. So both sides would be like, especially I think it was the Charlottesville protests. A lot of those, uh, the before and afterwards, was propagated by these these internet trolls, basically choosing the Black Lives Matter side or choosing the the white supremacist side, and they just kind of just keep. Yeah, and, I wonder and, if they were working on each other. You think there was never an accident? Like the guy who's left at the computers, like. Oh, you're the guy I'm yelling at right now. Oh man, I gotta change that. I can't. I can't be yelling at my own person. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me. There's a Stephen King story called Needful Things. Okay, and it's where the stranger comes to this town, and the implication he's the devil or demonic, and all he does he opens up a shop like a little curio shop, and then he starts bit by bit pitting people against each other by just dropping a statement here or a question there, until there's the fateful day that the whole town kind of blows up. Everyone just starts killing each other because. And all he did was he didn't force anyone to do anything. He's like, wow, she she looks nice today. It's like almost like she's having an affair. Nah. And then take it and run with it. Well, two things that I found really interesting about this is they actually paid people. And it's shown like this isn't argued that they paid people to go to these things, mm-hmm. like physical people to be at these protests. So, you know, and I always love how we look at, back, you know, looking back at, you know, what people tweet or what Donald Trump says and it's like, you know, that you can never take the truth as, as it's written, but like there's a concept of a truth in there. 
So you find out really what's going on, but it might not see what we think it is or anything like that. So this is proven that they paid people to go. Man, can you imagine getting hired to go and doing that stuff? Like, uh, man, I guess it's good money. Well, there are packs that that happens with anyway. You know, every time there's a, you know, you, you can go with conspiracy theory like the Cook Brothers or yeah. or George Soros, you know, paying people on on both sides to do this. It's the American way to go jack with someone else's rally. But now if you're Russian... They they needed Russians to to like okay we got nothing here the, you know this memo is blowing up in our face, um, and uh, it's funny that flashback to where Trump he he phrased it wrong as as he frequently does where he said oh I found out really? they tapped my wires, and that's not what a wiretap is but just think about how he was savaged in the media and late night comedy oh this is proof positive he's off the deep end ah oh, there they were wiretapping him. It's proven they were wiretapping because on the FISA warrant, the, he he found out that his lines were being tapped and he said something about it. And so it's true. No one's owning up to it. This whole, that's why from day one, I said, <clears throat> he's been so vocal about refusing it that I couldn't fathom there would be anything that would haul up because it would make him shut up and he can't shut up. And so I think I told you off the no. air one time. I had a job interview and they said, well, once you pass the drug test, you'll have the job. I'm like, I knew I'd pass it without a shadow of a doubt. So I'm like, well, just tell me when I can start. Well, you have to pass. I know I'll pass it. So tell me. And so I was well, so you never sure. Know. We've seen the doping things in the Olympics. They don't even know what's going on half the time. And it's like, oh, I didn't know. I hey, when you freeze your own blood and re-inject it, it's not drugs. Okay. I'm yeah. just going to leave I mean, it like It just depends on what your definition is. But, you know, it was when you're so sure of something. That, and... Um, well, one question I have about mm -hmm. this, since you know you've been around for so long, but yeah, he just, uh, um, I'm, uh, Ethan, I'm old. That's the ongoing well, joke here. You know, I can tell. What is? <laughs> what do you think with with this investigation and having these 13 people? What do you think is the reason behind it? Cosmetic. It is 100% cosmetic. No, no, not the investigation. I'm talking about the reason why a Russian group would want to do this. You think it's their board, they're paid, or is there an actual underlining thing that the Russian people, or not people, but like these groups, hated? a certain thing or there was like I, who's the puppet what's the puppet master doing in this situation i think puppet master is russia too has nerd geeks who eat pizza six meals a day in their mom's basement with a computer and nothing better on their mind than just jacking with people they're trolls well they're easy to hire because that's yeah. what they want they're, and already, here's the they're thing. already doing 13 it. individuals and three no, there, there's a lot of money involved in this well, this isn't I, I know but what i'm saying is you can't say it like that because no. that's a lot of pizza and that's a lot of you know, but well, here's the, the, like the NSA, you know, who has, you know, like the NSA hires when you're a criminal level hacker and the NSA catches you, you know what the first thing they do offer you a job. Yeah. That's the whole point. So here we have 13 individuals and oh, three I, I entities. I just want to let Ethan know when you try to whisper to me, I can hear you. Your mic's on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can that was great. I heard, I heard. What does this button do? <laughs> Sorry, I think it was, it was more or less my mouth moving. So. You, just, you know, you hear everything on the radio. There's a bomb. Sorry, to interrupt. Ticking totally down. What does this mean? <laughs> my bad. I, I, I don't true. know ASL. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll teach you finger smelling. But no, I, I still, you know, looking, we'll never know the truth because it's always changing. And it's funny to me that the cyber warfare kind of term is now in the, in the new age. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Well, there are three organizations that were indicted also, right? 13 individuals and three, three entities. Mm -hmm. Who are the entities? Probably some shell corporation. Hasn't even been, that's what I'm saying. It hasn't even been said. It's just 
we got to grab these people. Uh, a, but like I said, there's a lot of money involved. Well, there is a lot of money paid to do, for people to do this. this but apparently there was. A, you can't just say it's just a bunch of hackers. Bored. No, there's an employee count of 80, apparently. So 80 so people. Somebody had to pay for that. Uh, this isn't a, some paid a lot This for isn't it. a revenue run business here. No, we're, we're not, we're not, they're it. not making a lot of money through their services. Someone's basically footing the bill mm-hmm. to get this going. Right. And so, yeah, there are people behind it, but I'm telling you, these are just, uh, and, you know, if we were doing with a Russian election, the, the CIA and the NSA be doing the same thing, finding some hackers, saying, I'm going to give you $100,000 just to start stirring some stuff up. Yeah. And well, they're like, okay. We got to be taking a short sponsored break okay. here on Mornings with Lone Star. You are listening to us live on IRLoneStar.com. And, uh, of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Call in 936-647-3776 or Facebook message us live because we will respond to you and maybe read it on the air. Be appropriate with it, though. You know how it is. <laughs> You're listening to Skippy and Dick, Morning's Lone Star. We'll be back after a short sponsored break. Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star here worldwide, IRLoneStar.com and Conrad's FM 104.5, 106.1. 74 degrees outside, folks. It's going to be uh, an enjoyable day. High 78, low of 65, cloudy. And then we expect rain throughout the week and weekend. Can you believe that? Yes. Yes. And I'm sitting here across from Skippy. We we're talking about the Mueller investigation. Mueller madness. And do they have like a time limit on this stuff? No. So, okay. That's, that's. They can drag us out the whole the whole administration, whether it's That's four crazy. or eight years. Is that usually how it goes? They just kind of do it until somebody like someone someone at someone will say enough. And like when Clinton was indicted um, and impeached, and a lot of I was, a lot of people on Facebook, oh, you, you know, he got impeached for having an affair. Why not Trump? And and I just want to set the record straight. And I don't care what side of the island you're on. Clinton was impeached for lying to Congress, not for the affair. I don't know, man. I don't believe anything anyone says anymore. You might be one of those Russian mm-hmm. people. And, and tell you what, if if having an affair was an impeachable offense, I mean, Kennedy wouldn't have been president long enough to get assassinated. He would have been booted out years beforehand. It was kind of really out there. But we were talking about Mueller madness. And, uh, Dick, you were talking about, like, the new warfare. And this really stri- strikes me. Um, I'm a Tom Clancy fan. The original Tom Clancy We already Clancy talked stories. about it several times, so we know. Today. Alone. <laughs> but the people need to know. They have a right to okay. know. Uh, but there is a uh, storyline, a Jack Ryan novel, where Japan decides to declare war on America, but not through traditional means with bombs and stuff. They actually stage a, a, a cyber coup on Wall Street, along with uh, <clears throat> all these other things that happen on the same day, 
designed to throw America in disarray. And then they come in to, to try to mop up after that. <clears throat> and this is what this seems very much like. I think you phrased it perfectly saying this started to go down during the Obama administration when Hillary Clinton and uh, as Secretary of State and Obama put sanctions on Russia. And this is like a retaliation. And in honesty, you know, espionage, international espionage is called the big game. Okay. Um, the great game because is that just from the book or is it no just, no no this is this trying is for, to be savvy with I I am savvy on on this it, it's called the great game that's what espionage is the the stakes are high but it's a game can I get caught can yeah. I get this and so this really does read like a Clancy book or even like after Tom Clancy died other people kind of started doing like Ned Force these more modern versions uh, of of Clancy stories. And I would not, you know, I'll bring it back to John, what's his name, Kaczynski uh, from The Office. This could actually kind of tie into it where all you need, we're saying a lot of money was paid, but think about how much do you have to pay rabble rousers, you know, nerds with computers and, and, and time on their hands, you know, 100,000 here, 500,000 there, you know, they're, they're yours for life. And all they're doing is, is posting stuff. They did not hold a gun to anyone's head. Well, I would think you would... You look at it as more of an organized effort. It wasn't just one person. You had 30, 80 employees mm -hmm. doing something that they saw having some result, and then they just stuck with it, especially with, like, being able to pay people to go to these things. And then, of course, in return, the domino effect happens. You get the news organizations who are there going, look at all these people here. But and that's then, the thing. Part of the great game here is who did they pay? They paid Americans to do this. Yeah. This is like my, they must be thinking, my God, this is so easy. They're doing our work for us. Well, I always felt that if you're uh, somehow a billionaire, I'm surprised the uh, TV people aren't taking advantage of having like ridiculous commercials, <laughs> you know, because I know they have a kind of like a right to what they air. But I mean, I feel like you could still pay somebody like, hey, do this commercial all about kittens being better than dogs. And, you know, or, you know, something like that. And you divide, you know, America. Oh, no, no, no. Well, like imagine doing a Chick-fil-A commercial of showing, you know, uh, the cows driving the chickens. <laughs> you know, and job, jump, dumping up a bunch of chickens over in the UK, and uh, you know, and no, and no more chicken. And just fly the bumblebee as the background music, and it's oh, just no, no, no. <laughs> that'd be good. So yeah, this is a uh, here. Here's the thing: eighty people could not have a. Uh, this is what came out of the Mueller investigation that is kind of not being disputed. It did not affect the campaign, the election at all. It was started before the election cycle yeah. even began and these were people who just well i think this was probably the one of the first times we've seen the whole operation because you know they probably got re uh, revved up no matter what was going to happen actually during the election but this was we knew the election was coming up so they got us all prepared and then they just updated accordingly who, who's going to win okay it's going to be well, it matter who's wins it's more of like who's going to be in it so all their scripts everything they just had blanks like mad libs mm -hmm. and they're like all right Let's see who fits better in this Mad Lib. But this is kind of what's funny because one of the things, one of the many things that uh, lost uh, Clinton the uh, election was she didn't go to any, a lot of purple states like Wisconsin. She like, yeah, didn't yeah. go there at all. But the Russians did. So the Russians knew better campaign strategy. What's well, the argument now? We don't know the full truth yet. Yeah, true. Yet. But we got to take our music break here, folks. Okay. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. I'm going to tease you a little bit of this. Some news came out about the Lion King remake. Did you know they're going to be cutting some of the songs and they're going to be adding new ones? So which ones? 
are going to stay and which ones are going. They're going to cut the hyena song. That's purely a guess on my part. Yeah. We'll find out more. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We are brought to you by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and of course, Interior Wealth Advisors. Thank you to those who are sponsoring the show. Join us every weekday. We still got another music break, and then we got more of us. So stick around for that. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio's Mornings with Lone Star. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 936- Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hello, welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Looking at Dick across the aisle. Dick is, is, is uh, I think he's day trading. Could be. If you're making money off this, I want in. 10.42 in the morning. Uh, the sun can't decide if it wants to peek through the clouds or not, but it's going to get up in the upper 70s today. What the hey? I got to put up my really cool matrix coat. I'm really bummed about that. Every year I look forward to winter so I can wear it, and I think time is nigh to put it away. So we were talking about um, the, the the whole uh, uh, Mueller madness thing. This is going to grow uh, exponentially. I'm looking forward to this, but I want to go well, back to the It gets me thinking about what other people are doing because we're only talking about two countries in the mm-hmm. world. So there's got to be other stuff, especially with uh, Brexit and any other kind of like world deciding things happening in the future. It's going to be interesting to see how everything kind of turns up. Well, this does also throw in a sharp relief, the concept of voter fraud. It's one thing to have ID or not, and that's the big question. But if if the left is now saying... Hillary would have gotten it, but th- these guys are doing it. Then that means that they're, that was voter fraud of a of a galactic scale that they've been denying. So okay, then there is voter fraud. We need to have safeguards in place. But no matter whether it's a you know photo ID or or what, there have to be safeguards in place. I would I would believe. Go. I, I just want to go back real quick because we want to talk about clothes coming off wherever well, possible. Well, you know, we did tease something. We had to talk about what we teased. What did we tease? I forget. The lion. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
And then, we'll, then we'll go about clothes falling off. Yeah, if you didn't guys didn't know, they're coming out with a, a live rendition of The Lion King. I don't know if it's going to be... Uh, there's zero people in it. I was about to say, so, live is, is in finger quotes because it's all CGI. It, but they're getting rid of uh, the Scar song. Wow. And that and we were talking about this a little bit off the air going like, isn't that the only song that kind of establishes depth? Like, yeah. what, what Scar is? Mm -hmm. Because I know he's the brother of Mufasa and you kind of know he's jealous. But yeah, this is Hamlet. People. It's just kind of like not like you don't get it until you see the song because he basically wants to turn the world into a communist state. Communist or fascist? Oh, which one? Which one do you think it is? Because uh, he wants meat for everybody, right? What is it? Because that's not Hamlet. Is that Hamlet? That's not Hamlet. <laughs> yeah, it's Hamlet. No, no, no. The characters are Hamlet, but his reasoning behind he, he just wants what his brother has. So yeah, but he was Cain and Abel. But he was telling the story to the hyenas like, "I'll give you everything because everyone gets everything when I'm in charge." Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's uh, is it fascist or it's Sanders not? world? It's the it's scars, it's Bernie world. Sanders. Oh my gosh. But but, uh, but yeah, they're getting rid of that because apparently Hitty. they're working really. Uh, Disney's working hand in hand with Elton John about creating new songs for the. That's uh, why Elton John retired from. Oh yeah, from, probably you know, you can be too busy with this. So. <laughs> so what okay so you know so oh, well, we, okay well that that was very interesting sorry we teased it you're here trying we, we to... did tease it and i've been teasing about clothes falling off so going back to the <laughs> the uh uh the ice skaters uh the war drama functions yeah canadian stars having. tessa virtue and uh, squat scott moi um her costume as, as dick pointed out earlier has suffered a wardrobe malfunction and breastage was shown repeatedly and we thought that she didn't know, but apparently uh, I think she was interviewed I, afterwards. I mean, if you think about the human anatomy and how cold the ice is, I she imagine knew. she knew. She but knew, but she didn't break. And this is the thing, props to both of them. Neither of them broke stride at all. She knew what was going on. She waited for the routine to finish. She was kind of tearing up at the end, knew what had happened, but you wouldn't know it from her dancing, you know, her, her, her routine. I got to give them props. And people, it's a boob. There's a move. You're on. the one that keeps wanting to talk about well, it. Well, yeah, it's a boob, you, you know. So, uh, But it's not the first wardrobe malfunction of these Olympics stick. Did you know there was another one? So, uh, no, I didn't. A little I, while I mean, ago, American-born ice dancer, Yura Min, she was, uh, she's American-born, but she's uh, competing for South Korea. And uh, she's with her partner, Alex Gamelin, in the team competition. And the back of her costume came on class during a short program. And she actually had to alter the program as it's happening to keep the whole costume from like slipping off. Can you imagine? You got to be in sync with your partner to, you know, you can't whisper in their ear. You got to, because that's the whole thing. You, you got to look like everything's supposed to be happening to let them know this ain't happening. And we're doing this instead, because if you twist me here, we're going to win the gold for the, all the wrong reasons. And so I got to give them props. These are the, these are the, uh, I know we're cracking jokes about clothes coming off, but these are the stories that make the Olympics what they are. You know, people come together, triumph, uh, human interest stories. Love it. We need we need more uh, wardrobe malfunctions on the Olympics. All right. For all the right reasons. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're taking it to the next level there, man. I am. I'm going nuclear. So, well, because here's the thing. The Olympics, uh, I think we said this off the air, is one of the very few incidents in the world where everybody literally can come together and you cheer for your home team you cheer for your individual favorites but you also cheer for everyone else 
And I can't think of any other events, organization, nothing that does it to that extent. Certainly not the United Nations, not the G8 summit. Um, well, are, there's got to be some countries that aren't represented in the Olympics. True, but those— So they got excluded. But you have athletes who can sign up under the no official country team. So everyone can be represented. There may well, not be an official you know, Laura Lichtenstein team. There, there was some, you know, some reports about, you know, how long it takes to be an Olympic athlete. What does it take to qualify and what do you do, especially in the figure skating world? Because there's such a following of figure skating outside of the Olympics. And, you know, making the decision to go professional or still be an Olympic athlete. I know there are a lot of the, the guys, there's actually been some uh, figure skaters who won a medal and then immediately after they win medals, they go professional. And apparently that's the norm in uh, figure skating. Because you can't wait another four years. Your shelf life for ice skating yeah. is very small. So to, to go another four years, it's, it's probably not going to happen. And I've actually talked with an Olympic diver, um, Catherine Wilkinson. What are you doing over here? Uh, are you uh, watching more of those mal wardrobe malfunctions? Yeah, I'm trying on to your... find the wardrobe malfunction. No, um, there is a, a, a brawl. There's another headline I want to talk about briefly. But uh, found out how much you don't get paid as, as an Olympic uh, as an Olympian or Olympian hopeful. This is a lady who won gold in two separate Olympics for diving. Now, why why in the first place, just ask you this, why do you equate winning gold getting paid? Oh, you don't, but to, to win the gold, it takes a lot of money. So you have to get sponsors. You have to get yeah. uh, a patron to, to do it. What you're telling me, like those biathlons, they don't just do that at home? For, oh, they— For every Saturday morning, they do, you know, a biathlon training? They do, but— uh, I'm just you got to pay for your I'm just your yeah, your yeah. ammo and stuff, but just think about the costume alone, the costume cost for like ice skating. You mean they don't do it themselves? <laughs> I mean, this is. Oh, coming, I think well, this gal this, did. This is coming from the roots of it, right? When, when you do it yourself, this is you know you end up with uh, your, your, your breasts showing on, on on international television. What do you? I mean, well, that's you have to have the argument because I know there was there was a cool HBO documentary about the current snowboarding team and snowboarders and how like. I think it was something about seventy something percent of all athletes at the Winter Olympics from the America from the United States has a real job. Mm -hmm. So, like one of them, I think one snowboarder, he was an actual plumber, mm -hmm. and then another one was a mechanic. And they were talking about how the EOC for the United States like keeps a lot of the money they get that's supposed to be for like the athletes, but they don't distribute it on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. So basically, paying for their rent, paying for their food, that's they get a stipend. But I think it's like under a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, to be but, it is not, and this is for an athlete that's qualified for, you know, to be an Olympic athlete. So this isn't just like oh, all the hopeful we're going to give you a thousand dollars a month. It's like no, they're certified going to go to the Olympics if they don't get injured. Uh, the the Olympian what, that I was just what talking about. What Olympic sport can you get injured and still perform? <laughs> like if I break my leg, I can still do it. Um. I give up. I don't know either. Oh, oh I thought there was, I thought it was a trivia thing. Like, no, like I don't. I'm trying to think of you know, like there's not chess. Well, you know, if you break your arm, you can still do a track and field event for the most part. Because Olympics have to has to be an athletic, right? You can't be like you can't do chess. No. Okay, so it's, it's not mental agility. Okay. I wonder why that is. Why not? Maybe kayaking. Because they do kayak, not in the Winter Olympics, but in the yeah. summer, oh, that's summer, summer Olympics, they do kayaking. Okay. He, he like got I broke my one. foot. I can still, ooh, that would hurt so bad. 
Especially uh, in the cold water. Yeah, oof. It still hurt, but yeah, I'm hurt. trying to think what else. I mean, you could technically do like the skeleton because you're just laying your down. I mean, well, you got you got to be able to move your body, know. so you I can't mean, you can't strap someone who you know can't feel their legs to to the to the. Well, wasn't there an there. Olympic uh, figure skater who broke something in their foot and they kept doing it? I know that. I mean, that, yes, well, that's not fake news, right? No, it's not fake news. I, I do remember uh, reading about that. Well, you know, we got to be wrapping up today's show. It's okay. ten fifty two, Sean. You know, it's good to see you. I know Dude, you've been busy. Uh, Very busy and important. We have a good week coming up this week on Mornings Alone Star, and uh, we look forward to spending the time with you. Uh, you can always find podcasts of every episode at 8 p.m. the fall, uh, the same day. So make sure to subscribe on uh, on our podcast channels on Google Play and iTunes. We're brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Sean, do you have any uh, last remarks? It's good seeing you, Dick. Happy Monday. Yeah, to watch you. Happy out for Christmas those Day. trolls, man. I know. That's, see, that's you know, why I didn't do as well as you, I did in the presidential you know, race. I didn't, you know, I didn't say though. If you remember, in Houston, they found out in Houston they had an anti-Islamic protest mm-hmm. during this whole deal. Well, apparently, that was one of the first examples of yeah. this group putting it together. I'm telling you, these people just like so. The, the, we, we did the job for them by just saying, "Yeah, I'll take ten bucks to show up at this event." Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. American way. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio here on IRLoneStar.com worldwide. Coming up next on the show lineup, I believe it's the weekly business hour with Rick Schistler. Full lineup, IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar. Also follow Lone Star Community Radio on Facebook where they post all the good stuff happening here at the radio station. We are Montgomery County's radio morning show and Montgomery County's morning, you know, pick people. me up. Pick me up. Yeah, we're the, mor- we're the morning little, pick me it up. It was a little slow today. So I'm, try- I'm trying to mess with Ethan right now, see when he's ready to cut us off. <laughs> Ethan, you can take us out. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcasts, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.